Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that assesses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shades of Brown. This week, our guest is Tunisia Brown, who is the founder and editor-in-chief of Impact Magazine, a publication that empowers, encourages, and educates its readers by displaying the -the behind-the-scenes stories of Black people. The magazine has grown from 75 readers to hundreds of thousands of readers daily. She was presented the Magazine of the Year Award by AAMBC Literary Awards and has had some of the most incredible people to grace the cover, including Garcelle Bouvet and just recently Tabitha Brown. But before we get into Tunisia's story, let's get into the brown beat. So y'all, over the last several months, there has been an uptick in um, hate crimes towards the Asian American community. And it came to a head last week when a white terrorist murdered eight Asian American women in three different spas in, in, in Atlanta. And it's pretty horrific. And the things that the media is saying about it is just as horrific, you know, painting this, this terrorist as a guy who just had a bad day, you know, um, a guy who had an addiction and his addiction drove him, you know, to do this heinous crime. Um, all these things, right? So it, it's been pretty terrible and my heart breaks for those lost. Like it's just, it sucks, right? It sucks. Um, but I've had some, I've had some conflicting feelings about it and I've had to just sit with my emotions surrounding all that's been going on regarding the entire movement that is, you know, stop Asian hate, right? I just, I've been struggling. I've been really, really, really struggling because again, I never want to position black folks as if we are the only ones who have experienced oppression in this nation. And I never want to um, position us in a competition for oppression, right? Like it is what it is and we know our history. So it's not about who's had it worse, but I've really been struggling because our history as black Americans with the Asian American community hasn't been pleasant. As a matter of fact, they've benefited from white supremacy in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways align themselves with white Americans and have positioned themselves as the quote unquote model minority, right? And it's hard for me to ignore our history with Asian Americans because now we are needed to help them fight this battle of injustice when Historically, they've been pretty quiet in regards to our fight for justice. So to help me process my feelings, I reached out to a friend and he really helped me um, process what was happening within me and come to terms with our reality. So if you are like me and you've been struggling with your feelings surrounding surrounding recent events regarding Asian American injustice, how it relates to Black American injustice and how you are both compassionate for yet frustrated with the Asian American community, I'm going to read you what I uh, wrote my friend Dexter and read what he responded. So I said this to him, I was like, okay, so obviously I feel horrible about recent events affecting Asian Americans. Injustice against any is injustice against all or whatever Martin Luther King said. However, comma, I feel a way about black Americans being expected to step up and fight their battles alongside them when they have historically been the least compassionate minority community. 
In so many ways, Asian American communities have turned their backs and silenced their voices when it comes to our fight for justice. Generally, these are the people who've monopolized in our communities with hair stores, gas stations, liquor stores, nail salons, etc. They gain wealth off our backs, but treat us like crap oftentimes. Generally speaking, of course, I can't count the times I've been treated invisibly or straight up disrespectfully by Asian Americans. Their communities have been ones to victim blame and tell us how to be better minorities. Do this and they won't hate you so bad. Act like us and you'd be okay. Historically speaking and generally speaking, this group has been incredibly dismissive because they've been able to escape the intensity of oppression against minority communities. But now since it's starting to hit home, it's all this talk about amplifying their stories and pain and we black Americans are constantly expected to fight for everybody. Just about every movement is an extension of the black American movement for justice and I am over it. I feel like they can fight their own battle, but I also feel extremely petty for having these feelings. Yet here I am so annoyed with it all while also feeling compassion for those who are hurting. I'm feeling a lot. He responded and said, your feelings are absolutely valid and justified. Generally, they've believed the modern minority myth feeding into an air of superiority. Though I think chiefly it's been their elder generations. I've seen more and more Asian youth vocally acknowledge the harmful mentality that is passed down within the culture about suffering and silence being strength. That attitude has been extremely accommodating toward white supremacy and they need to reckon with it. Even with all that in mind, I see it as a source of pride. They'd still be bound silent without a blueprint for how to fight back without us. They are now realizing how crucial our story is to their survival. We're not only kings and queens, we're trailblazing conquerors. Our struggle has created a blueprint for others to achieve the promised land. Not that we've secured it, but without us, the journey wouldn't even be possible. As much as they don't deserve us, we will always be America's Moses. Y'all, that thing, I had to like sit with that because... Though it's not fair, it's so freaking true. It's so true. With so many movements, right? We see doggone feminism where white women are like, hey, hear me, I'm suffering in silence. Yet black women are included. You know, the LGBTQ movement was, was something that got a lot of traction because of the civil rights movement, right? So there are all these movements that, We've seen get all this traction, yet would not exist without our struggle. And it's just one of those things where you have to say, it is what it is, you know, it is what it is. And so, so I encourage you to sit with your feelings, you know, process them. And if you need to sit this one out, you need to be silent. You don't have to, you know, then, then do that. You don't have to participate in the social media activism if you don't want to, you know, you don't have to say anything. You, you really don't. You can just send your your prayers, you know, for those who are suffering and let that be that. Black folks are not obligated to fight for everybody. We're not. We're just not. But because we're such a compassionate people and such a spirit filled people, um, we find ourselves always, always lending a hand, always, historically speaking, of course. So I wanted to share that with y'all because I'm sure, you know, if I've been conflicted, there are many others who have been conflicted. So there's that black folks will always be America's Moses. Dexter, thank you for that. I appreciate you. All right, y'all, let's get into Tunisia's story. Let's unpack it. Welcome to Shades of Brown. Tunisia, how are you doing? I'm doing so well, and I'm so honored to be here with you. 
I am the one that's honored. Oh my goodness. I have a whole like <laughs> magazine creator and network creator on my Shades of Brown. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get right into it. So like what led you to create Impact Magazine, the TV network? Well, what started it was I used to be into church like really heavy years and years ago. And while there, um, the pastor had put me in charge of the uh, marketing and public relations. And I knew then that I wanted to spread like positive news. And while I was there, I created a newsletter and I was so deep with it. It was called the Oracle. <laughs> I love and, that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and people love the graphics. They love the stories. And then as I was leaving the church, you know, um, because, you know, how, who, you know, people leave, you know, yeah. how that goes. Yeah. And, uh, but I still wanted to continue to bring positive news to people. So I was working at Merrill Lynch and during my, anytime I had any free time, I just began to research about magazines. And that's what led me like create wow. a magazine. Wow. Uh, you, you love to see representation matters. And um, it was a guy in my neighborhood in Trent, New Jersey. His name is Darren Morris. He had a magazine called Cream Magazine, but it was like a newspaper. Mm -hmm. And I saw how people were excited, like they would run and get the paper every week just to see if they were in it, you know, and he created such a great um, memorabilia of the Black community. And what I wanted to do was spread that kind of news around the world, you know, yeah. and that's why I started Impact Magazine. I love that so much. That is incredible. It's interesting mm -hmm. because I think that's such a common thing when it comes to uh, beginning to operate in your purpose. You find yourself at work, you know, researching other stuff when you have free time, you know, right. doing the, these other things that um, fuel you. That right. is so, that's so amazing. Did you have a passion for journalism and storytelling before the, the Oracle? I always love to write. So when he put me in charge of this um, marketing and public relations, it just came to me because writing was always in me. Wow. I wrote my like first book, you know, as a release to some things that I was going through as a child and mm -hmm. teenager. And I just love writing. Yeah. You know, I love graphics. Mm -hmm. as a young child getting a computer and stuff and I just always loved graphics and just it just all went together yeah. when it came to me to do this newsletter oh, I love that so when you were at Merrill Lynch were you doing anything related to writing or was it not one bit <laughs> <laughs> not one bit <laughs> at Merrill Lynch I went in as uh, human resources wow. I was in recruiting and then um, one of my, I, wait a minute, my last position, I was executive administrative assistant. Wow. So I was with all of the, the executives. But let me tell you how that coincided with my life. Mm -hmm. When I was in the recruiting department, I supported 
like five recruiters. Mm -hmm. And I never forget this woman, her name was Nancy. And we all were close. We all went to breakfast together, lunch together. And it was so overwhelming, the work. Yeah. You know, we hired everybody for, yeah. um, you know, the Eastern region. That's like 60,000 people, you know? Wow. And so what Nancy, I walked in there, we all had a great communication system. And I walked in there and I said, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Like this stuff is just like, I can't keep up. Mm -hmm. And what she did was she sat me down and she showed me, she gave me a book, uh, a journal mm -hmm. and showed me how to, you know, manage my time. What is a priority? All of these things. Mm -hmm. And, and, and showed me like putting together a folder system. And that's, oh my God, that really helped me. Yeah. And I still do those things today. People ask me like, how are you able to do all that you're able to do? And it's all from back when I was working yeah. at Merrill. You oh, know? I just love that because God has a way of using everything for our good. You everything. Know? And, and seasons past where it's like, well, why, why was I in this place? This, this doesn't mm -hmm. have anything to do with the gifts that God has given me, or, you know, this doesn't really relate to what I'm doing now, but you find yourself going back like, oh, I still use that, you know? Right. Even, even if it was just for that thing, you know, right. that season is deemed worthy because you've taken pieces of it with you. I love that so yes. much. Oh my goodness. Yes. And my favorite saying is everything works out for my good yeah everything. everything 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 and it's interesting too how you say that you've always had this love and passion for writing yet you found yourself in a career that was totally left field yet you come full circle doing what it is you've always loved I love right. stories like this it's so <laughs> encouraging it's mm -hmm. so inspiring because it's like who you are who you truly are is there, that that person has always been there we right. happen to it and lean into that, you know, to right. blossom and who God has truly called us to be. That is incredible. <laughs> Why is it important for you to share positive black stories? Because we are inundated with the negative on the daily all day long. We are told that we can't do this. We don't think this. We shouldn't think this. We are criminals. We are all of these things. When I know some of the greatest people in the world are Black people. Yeah. I grew up with them. I speak to them. I see them striving every day. So it is my mission and my daily practice to show the Black people that I know. Yeah. Yes, we all have some dysfunction in us, but at the heart and true root of everything, we are an amazing people. Yes. Period, you know? point, and blank. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, some time ago, this was some years back when I was in a conversation with one of my cousins um, and having one of our debates about Blackness, Black culture, specifically Black women. And he was like, uh, he was like, you just don't see anything wrong with Black women. And I was like, no, that's not the case. Right. Um, I said, but it's it's because our, that's all anyone ever talks about is what's wrong right. with us. Why would right. I spend my energy and time highlighting what media, exactly. what social media, what the news, what our communities, what other communities are saying? Why would I continue playing into that? No, I am going to tell you what is so amazing about us. Exactly. I'm going to tell you how we are Black girl magic. I am going to mm -hmm. tell 
tell you how we are the best, like one of the best creations walking this planet. That's what I'm going to do. So I right. agree with, I love that so much. Representation is so important and we have to be intentional about combating these stereotypes, about combating this completely unbalanced image of what the world has placed. Like, no, we can right. take control of that. So I love that you've taken that into your own hands saying, I am going to show you right. the black folks right. that I know. I love that. It's like, you. Right. We, it's so easy for us to focus on this caricature of black people when it's like we live with them every right. day we see them right. we do life with them let's highlight this the everydayness right. of who we are which is dope <laughs> right just and we create everything why you think they everything. went over and did everything to steal us and to bring us here to build this place Absolutely. because we are amazing Absolutely. we are thought leaders we are the shit i'm sorry to be cursing but that's what we are <laughs> i concur that's what, who we are you i know? concur yes <laughs> i agree um and, and i would say you know like we run this nation but it's really the world you know when you think we run of the world the world's resources the world's culture what drives right. culture it's blackness right point and blank that's um, it. Even down to the struggle. Now that's glorified, <laughs> you know? Right. Do you, you know? see that? Yeah. What we thought was the most horrible thing growing up. Like I grew up through Reaganomics and crack. And now you look on TV, those are the best TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everybody want to glorify this time, mm-hmm. our trauma. Yes. And it's like, no, this is not entertainment. This yes. is really yes. our trauma. So, yes. yeah. So whatever where you slice it, it's like we are behind what drives the world. Everything. So mm-hmm. I love that. Even down to like little things like hacks, what, what people are calling hacks now, you know, mm-hmm. 10 lifestyle hacks. And it's like, this is just like what we did to get by. These are things right. we, we had to be right. creative and innovative around our house, you know, like, right. uh uh, the things like we do, you know, you see a, a butter, a butter container. It's like, guess what's in here? It's probably right. not butter, you know, it's probably leftovers. Right. Things like that. People are like, oh, this is a hack, you know, multiple ways you can use one thing. Like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is. Okay. <laughs> We've been doing this. We've been doing this. <laughs> so how long have you been building this brand impact? Uh, 14 this year makes 14 years wow yeah 14 years wow (laughs) that is incredible congratulations to you thank you I'm sure as a black woman you have faced all kinds of challenges in this industry Um, can you speak to some of those challenges one of the many uh challenges um have been people look at the magazine and they see the numbers, right? But then they look at the work and they're like, oh my, like compare it to like an essence or an ebony because of the work and the content and everything. But they look at the numbers and like, okay, well, you know, try to discredit. And the one thing I always love to tell people is I love quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. My uh, readers, I have hundreds of thousands a month, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. whereas like Essence have millions, you yeah. know, but the thing that I love is 
I can put my stuff against their stuff and, you know, you can't tell who yes. is who and what is what, you know? I agree. Because, 1000%. You know, it's like, so the thing that I, I never forget, I was working with own network and they, I had Slight one flex, of their- Okay. Slight flex. I love it. I <laughs> know. I was just, I'm like, give me the story, but you know, this is my life. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I was working with them and they were like, okay, we have to go back to the star, um, uh, publicists to see if they would, you know, uh, prove of the things that I was looking to do for her to be on the cover. Mm-hmm. And um, she came back and was like, oh, they wanted to wait until, you know, they wanted to wait to do this with Essence magazine and whatever. And, you know, they're like, that's what they were waiting to do that with them. And I said, well, let me tell you this. Either you guys came to me, so either we do this this way, yeah, or you wait for essence, yeah, because I'm here right now. Hello, and if you want to work with me right now, then we're gonna work, and if not, then she can go ahead and wait. Yeah, I bet you that girl's on my cover right now, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. No, you have to know your worth and your value. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things as, you know, a niche market and also being a black woman owned, Mm -hmm. you have to stand your ground. You have to know your worth. You have to know that everything you do have value. Oh my goodness. Teach us your ways, sis. (laughs) I'm so encouraged because I'm thinking like, yes, I'm agreeing with you, but also I'm thinking about if I were in that moment, I may have like shrunk like okay well right. you want to wait I'm, I'm no essence you know what no. where does it that- does not matter if you're not essence because I'm not essence mm-hmm. but I know my worth I know my content yeah I know my supporters mm-hmm. you know you have to know you have to know who you are and what you possess you know how did you get to that place of just knowing and and where does that courage come from cuz i cuz it doesn't come naturally for everybody so no it doesn't that's building a brand and that mm-hmm. would have been faced with that obstacle potential obstacle and would have become intimidated and possibly passed up on our, on an amazing opportunity. What would you say your process was to get to this place of knowing your worth, standing your ground and being able to use your voice so boldly and with such courage to say, uh, sis, we're doing this now, or you can just go ahead and wait. Right. Um, because they came to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I've, for the last like eight years, majority of the interviews and things I've done is they've come to me. Wow. And that is because I've built a brand on integrity, on loyalty of my readers, on all of these things, engagement before that was even a thing. Yeah. You know, I knew my readers would support the people who were in my magazine. It's just all of those things. When you have that strong brand, mm-hmm. when you build it, they, they will come. That's just not a cliche of something that people say. Mm-hmm. It is really the truth. You build it, they will come. And so that gives me the confidence to know that, okay, oh, I'm here with own network. Yeah, that's great. But if they don't respect my medium, my media 
platform and what my work is, then go somewhere else. Yeah. There's plenty other people out here who do respect it and I will just work with them. And it's easy as that, but we can't be thirsty, which I have been trust and believe Mm -hmm. you can't be thirsty. So thirsty for the opportunity. Yeah. You know, yeah. some things you just have to be like, you know what? It's just not my time. Yeah, It's just not it. So just keep on moving. And oh, we have so to get there. We have to get there. Mm-hmm. That is so encouraging. Don't be so thirsty. Just, <laughs> just wait. Just the wait. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that the challenges you face today at year 14 are some of the same challenges at year one or have they evolved? They've evolved. You know, they've evolved just like the magazine has evolved. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of the challenges that I have today are just just increasing the volume and becoming the household name like an essence, you know? Yeah. Um, Just being in that kind of, that's the problem I have. Before it was trying to get people on and trying to find celebrities to get on the cover now that's not an issue. Now it is broadening the base to where it is a household name. Yes. That's, that's, you know, and, and we have to notice what level we are on, you know, as we are building. Yes. Awareness is key. Right. Can you tell me like, who has been one of your, and if it's more than one, you can say that who has been one of your favorite people to interview? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh man, I loved interviewing Anthony Hamilton. He's incredible, by the way. I just yeah I just adore right. him. And his he's old soul. So he's so funny. <laughs> I didn't know he was that funny. And um, who else was? It's like I have so many great people. Years ago, I interviewed Malik Yoba. He was amazing. Wow. Angie Stone. Oh my gosh, she oh. was amazing. Chrisette Michelle. It's like, I've had so many great, oh, and Garcelle, the latest Mm. um, person and Tabitha Brown. Like I've had so (laughs) many great, like, I can't say one person was the greatest, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm, I'm just excited and honored that people will come and share their stories with me and be honest and give me, you know, the tea, you know, on their life. Yeah. That is such a great thing. That's a, it's a, truly a gift for people to share their story with you because they don't have to you know not um, one bit because it's their life it's their it's, it's you know it that's precious and for right. them to share it with you I, I think it's incredible and that's why I'm so grateful for even you being here because it's like Aww. you don't have to be you know to share your story I appreciate like, it be so I love that and those are incredible people that you mentioned and like Tabitha like oh my gosh she's one of my favorite people <laughs> and let me tell you about her she is like an amazing soul mm-hmm. just period I've done plenty of uh covers and mm-hmm. interviews I've done plenty of events I've done networking where people came from all over the country and did business together and never attributed anything to me. Mm. And so Tabitha already had uh, a base, Mm -hmm. you know, she already had millions of people following her. And so when we, when I reached out to her, she came right in the DM and, you know, was talking to me and everything. 
And so she said, come on, baby, let's just do this interview. Yes, let's do it. Wow. Wow. So we did the interview. After that interview, that's when so many things start popping off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like so many things. And I know how to use media to get you to the next level. Yeah. And so when I reached out to her about being on the cover, she told me, she said, I don't know if you noticed. But after we finished this uh, uh, interview, she said, girlfriend, my life just popped. Wow. So I thank you for that because it takes media and some other people to notice you Mm -hmm. to get other people to notice you. Mm. And I've never had anybody reach out to me to attribute anything that Mm -hmm. we've done to help them in their career. That's incredible. And that was amazing for her to even say that because she was already at a level, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she just told me, she said, honey, it just has been uphill from there. And child, listen, I thank you guys. So wow. I got, I, I still have that on the screenshot, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful too, though. Going back to knowing your worth, it's beautiful to do the, to do this kind of work, knowing that you may be the, you may be the vehicle that someone needs to accelerate their career path exactly. or, or whatever path they're on. And knowing that even if they don't acknowledge you or acknowledge that you were that vehicle or acknowledge how much you helped right like to know that it was you one and to continue doing the work regardless right I think that is incredibly powerful yeah oh that's happened plenty of times I looked up photo shoots that we've done for the magazine cover because I only use the photo shoot photos just for the cover Mm -hmm. so all the rest of the photos I send to them and they can Mm -hmm. use for whatever they want yeah and one time I looked up and it was used for a national campaign and it just hit me wow this was it this year last year it just hit me when I was in Target because I rarely go to big stores I am truly uh uh by black person like mm-hmm. I get I majority of my stuff from that. black you know um business owners mm-hmm. and I was in Target and I saw the picture from a campaign that I did with the magazine and I was like oh my god like look at this like I cannot wow. Wow. believe this is going down you know and so that is just a great testament of just the work you know yes Yes, that that is incredible. And I'm confident that in in times like that, I feel like in times like that, sometimes it just is what it is, right? But I think in other times, it's a a test from God, like, are are you going to be so thirsty that you're, you know, like, that was mine, and you should Mm -hmm. be acknowledging me, or are Mm -hmm. you going to sit back and wait until God elevates you to a place where he's like, it was me all along. Right. And people don't even know the amount of things, you know, cause I'm just like in due season, in you due know, time. In, in due, due time. time it is for me. Yes. And I'm just waiting. And what, <laughs> what is for you? No one or no thing. Can nope. keep not a bit. Yeah. Not, not, not a bit. And I'm a, a true believer in that. Yeah. So how would you encourage other black women who are pioneering their own lane. And I want, I want you to specifically address black women because 
It's March and it is Women's History Month. And we actually um, were recording this on International Women's Day. So I want you to specifically address Black women who are trailblazing, who are figuring it out as they go, who are pioneering their lane. How would you encourage them? Um, Which is, this is a great question because Black women are my audience, you know? They are who I speak to at all times. You know, I don't know who else to speak to, but a black woman, right? So my thing to encourage you is to continue to move in your dreams. Your dreams are your dreams. Write it down into little pieces that you can handle. That way you'll get closer to your goal and keep pushing. Keep pushing to where, let me, let me say it like this. There's a flow to life. When you are in that flow, it will seamlessly move you forward in the direction you're supposed to go. So it doesn't matter if someone says, oh, I don't think you should be doing that. Uh, it doesn't matter if the whatever comes your way you'll be able to move forward through that flow, through that currency, and just be encouraged and know that there are people out here waiting on you to do what it is that is necessary that you have been brought here on this earth to do. You, not nobody else, but you have a specific task here on earth to do it. So if you're doing it, I don't care if you don't see anybody else doing it. I don't care if you see uh, an oversaturation of people doing it. There are a niche of people for you who are going to love what you do and be encouraged and continue to do what is necessary that you need to do in order to get what your purpose is forward. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. I love it. And it, and while you were talking, it, it dawned on me, man, we are afraid when there's no one in the market or when the market doesn't exist. And we're afraid when the market is oversaturated, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like pick one. Okay. And just right. go for it. <laughs> go for and it. Just anyway. move in it. Yeah. It's like whatever. And just soon you start doing this thing that you're the pioneer in 50 million people going to come and do it. Hello. You're going to see 50 million people coming and doing what you do. So it's like, go ahead, start it on up, be the person, the innovator, and just keep on moving. And know that no matter how many people come behind you to imitate or do the same thing, and they may not know that you're doing this thing. And you might have some people, maybe your friends, that come out and you look up, they doing the same thing as you. Mm -hmm. But you just know that your move they can't move until you make your next best move Mm -hmm. so you understand that they especially if they're following and imitating and everything because I don't think imitation is the biggest form of flattery I'm gonna be like my leak is the highest form of second place so until I move out of my first place then you can get there. But until then, you, you can't do nothing until I move. So people have to con- 
always keep that in their mind, especially I had to grow to get that thought process because I've had so many people, micro brands and mega brands copy off of what I, I had a huge celebrity copy off of one of my things that I was doing. Wow. And I'm just like, wow, okay, but you got to be sure in your spot. Yeah. And if you thought of that one, then you'll think of another one, yep. you know? So you just got to continue to be encouraged. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I know many will be blessed by those words because I truly am. Thank you. <laughs> as a as a builder, you've built an incredible brand. But how often do you stop to celebrate the beauty in what in what you've created? Oh, I never did. Mm. I'm going to do it this year for my birthday. I'm okay. stopping and I am going to celebrate everything I've done within these past 14 years. And it's it's just a celebration of my life. And it, it has so much meaning for us to look back like, how many people do I know from my neighborhood growing up or in my family that have built a business where they've run every day and it's successful and I eat off of it every day. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it is an amazing thing to be able to have built something and able to make an income from it. Yes. So I'm celebrating those wins, not just for my family, my son, you know, anybody or my readers, no, for me. Because yes. for a, a whole lot of my life, um, especially building this thing, it was all about the other people. But it's so, especially as Black women, we are taught to put everybody and everything in front of us. Yes. And we have to come. And then that's where the frustration and the the all of those things that we get and we stop, you know, and like, what the hell? And it, because we forget ourselves. Yeah. So this year I'm celebrating that for my birthday and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And when is your birthday? May, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh, May good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. That is incredible. I think what you're saying is so true. Um, and, and just, in general, we just don't do enough of celebrating the small victories and celebrating right. along the way. We tend right. to be so obsessed with the goal, with right. the finish line that we right. don't enjoy the journey, you know? Right. And there's this quote, I don't want to, I'm probably going to misquote it, but it's like, there's no joy in finishing. The joy is like the actual race, you know, like what you're doing. Once you're finished, you're finished. You're <laughs> you done. Know? So You're it's done. like, enjoy the doing of it. Enjoy right, the being right, of it. Right, know? right. Um, so I love that you're doing that. And I, and hopefully it won't take you another 14 years to do the second celebration. Nope, nope it will not. Trust me. Good. Good. Awesome. <laughs> it will not. <laughs> so you've had tons of incredible people to grace the cover of your magazine. Is there someone in mind that you're like, oh, if I could just get this person, who who's your dream person to have grace the cover of Impact Magazine? Susan L. Taylor from Essence Magazine. 
Oh, that's I would a love good for one. her to grace the cover. Like that is my ultimate goal and it's going to happen. Yes. I'm trying to get it to happen for the new year of 2022, awesome. but it's going to happen. It's, it's or, or the holiday issue of, of, of the magazine. It's going to happen. Trust and believe. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love the boldness in your voice about it. You're like, yeah, this is going to happen. And it shall I come just to pass. know all of my desires are always given to me because I trust and believe. Yes. So, and I feel it. It's in my heart and all it has to do is resonate with my gut and my gut is God, you know? So yes. once that resonates, I know it's going to be done, but yes. I know in my heart is, is my, you know, goals mission to do that. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Well, I anticipate that cover, seeing that cover. <laughs> it's going to be super special when I see it. Like, oh my gosh, yes. what happened? She said it. <laughs> she said it on my show. Yes, that is incredible. So y'all, when it comes out, y'all remember this day, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, so what's next for Impact? What's next for you? Wow. So I have so many things going on. As you know, I came out to the West Coast um, to um, build the magazine out here on the West Coast. And so now I've taken up residency in Utah and um, I'll be in LA and everything. And I didn't want to necessarily live in LA at this present time. I wanted to, and which I'm understanding now as I'm going through the journey of being here in Utah, here it gives me the opportunity to get to know me again, you know, yes. get to like we're talking about, put ourselves first and, yes. you know, just love on me, you know? Yeah. And so that is what's going on. I'm having an event March 27th, um, the Who's Who of Black Women in Media, Fashion and Film. And it is going to be amazing. I have Claire Somers of Fashion Bomb Daily, who's coming. She's one of the honoree, as well as Miss Allison Brown is in honoree. And so what the who's who is, is really putting out in the front the people who are doing the work behind the scenes that you might not necessarily know. Like a lot of people know Claire and then a lot of people don't. And if you're in this fashion business, if you're a growing brand of anything, beauty, anything, entertainment or whatever, she's growing her media empire into that where she's the go-to person to get your brand out there. So I want to celebrate her for the evolution of her brand and celebrating you for coming out and speaking on different topics that we don't normally as a Black community speak of, you know? Yeah. And so giving uh, those people uh, like yourself an opportunity to have that spotlight and also say, you know, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for picking up the torch and moving forward in everything. And so, you know, that is happening here March 27th and April 17th. We are having Khalila Wright of Mess in the Bottle, Marcel Benson of Benson Watches. So it is the who's who of Black 
innovators in April. So I have so many things that I'm doing and that I'm bringing to the Utah area and also to the West Coast because I'll be in Oregon in July and then Las Vegas for my birthday weekend. So yeah, the the West Coast is my my little stomping ground. (laughs) And for the next couple of years is basically building to be a household name. Yeah. You know, I'm very prevalent out in the East Coast and everything. And a lot of people know my brand, but there are key things that has to happen. So it could be a household brand. And that's what I'm working toward. Awesome. Incredible. And I was telling you this before we started recording, but I think it's so interesting how God orchestrates things because one, um, you moved to Utah after I left Utah and here you are with your brand choosing to honor me for what I'm doing through Shades of Brown. And it's like, I don't even know if Shades of Brown would exist had I not left Utah, you know? Mm. And here it is coming full circle where I'm going back to that place to be celebrated, a place that was so dark for me, a place that was wow. so so troubling. And, and I faced so many personal obstacles there. It is literally a valley, but it proved to be a spiritual valley, a metaphorical right. valley for me as well. Right. It, it is a desert and it was a desert for me right. but to be, to have that place be one of the first places that celebrates what I'm doing. I can't put into words yet what that means to me, mm-hmm. but the words I do have now is thank you. <laughs> like, oh, thank you so much. oh, I'm getting emotional. Oh, oh, oh. And look at how it all folds out. That lets you know that your journey and everything you went through has not been in vain. It's not in vain. And you go through for someone else. You go through to build up the strength in yourself. And it is also, so when you share, it is coming from the, your, your God body. It is not something you thought. It is not something you thinking about, you know, yeah. it is something that, you know, and you've experienced Yeah, and you are giving God the glory because you were able to make it out of there. You know, you're able to make it out of where I'm not the physical place, but whatever that yeah. part of your journey was. Yeah. So you have to come back now and celebrate and say, thank you, God. Ooh. Yes. You know, thank you, God. I made it through. Well, I'm and excited now about it. Usher, usher into what, what do you have next? Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. excited about it. I'm really excited about the event. And um, I'm, it's really bananas. And I just cannot, I can't explain <laughs> it. But like you said, it, it, that means if it can't be explained, it must be God. So right. thank you. Thank you so much for uh, being a guest, specifically in the month of March, where we're celebrating women. I so appreciate all of what you're doing. I appreciate your brand. I appreciate you making space for positive Black stories, making space to amplify Black women. It is incredible. If ain't nobody going to celebrate us, we going to celebrate us. Oh yeah. To the fullest. To the, <laughs> to fullest. the fullest. For the rest my of my days. That yes, is my job. It is yes. my purpose. It is for us to know we are worthy. We are, we are uh, um, deserving of celebration. Because we are an amazing people. Yes, I agree. I agree. 
Well, let's get into brownie points. This is a segment where I want you, my guest, and you, my listeners, to take a moment to give yourself some extra love for something that you are proud of. It could be something so super small or something magnificent that you have done recently, have accomplished recently, whatever it is. I just want you to take this moment to think about it. And I want you, Tunisia, to share with us what your brownie points are. My brownie points are not giving up. Mm. That's the brownie point. There have been so many times that I wanted to give up. Listen, I mean, like so many. And um, it is that unction in me that says, no, keep going. You have a work to do. You have so many stories to tell. Um, Keep pushing. You don't know what the end is going to be. And that's the brown form. Oh, I love that one. That's <laughs> that's incredible. That's beautiful. I am giving myself brownie points for for this accomplishment that is happening at your event to be chosen to be honored amongst other women to be uh, the who's who of Black women in media, fashion, and film. It is incredible. And I honestly, admittedly, transparently have been having a hard time celebrating it. Like, why me? And all these things. But I'm like, no, I'm going to sit in this. This is big. This is major. I am proud of myself. (laughs) Um, So I'm giving myself brownie points for that. And thank you. As you should. Yes. As you should. Yes. Mm So listeners, you do the same. Think about it and give yourself brownie points. All right. This was such an incredible episode. I'm so, so, so thankful and honored to uh, be able to have this conversation with you. Please share with us where we can find you, how we can support you, your social media handles, events coming up, whatever you want to share. Let us know. Sure. So my personal um, uh, Instagram social media is moments with Tunisia, T-U-N-I-S-H-A. Instagram, social media for uh, Impact Magazine is at Impact Magazine. And to get any information or any events, it is www.theimpactmagazine.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And you guys know you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at everything Allie B and everything's there podcast, whatever I'm doing is there. Uh, Please be sure to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and black folks, please remember this. You are enough. Your creation is so divine and I love me some you. So in the next episode, be healthy, be whole, be healed.